the son of Skywalker must not become a Jedi. If he could be turned, he would become a powerful ally. Yes. Yes. He would be a great asset. Can it be done? He will join us or die, Master. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys Podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys from the past, the present, and hopefully the future. <laughs> My name is Jason, and this is our 40th episode. The big 4 0. We're over the hill. <laughs> Joining me tonight, as usual, from IGrowUpStarWars.com, the OT curmudgeon Tom. Hello, Tom. Well, if that's the case, then I'm well on my way on the downward slope. <laughs> Good day. Skis on. Yeah. <laughs> 40 podcasts. Can you believe it? It's Plus pretty crazy. Spin off specials and some other things. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's amazing what this uh, has yeah. generated. Uh, no listeners, but it's amazing what it's well, we, generated we have, as far as we, everything else. We have two else. listeners. I listen, and I think, I think that's Jake true. listens. Well, I think we've got. <laughs> I've, I think we've got one of our listeners with us today, so that leaves one out there. Since I invited him on the show, he has to um, at least claim that he listens to the show. Occasionally, <laughs> that's right. Um, also joining us tonight from JediBusiness.com, Chris B. Hello, Chris. Hey. Hello. What's going on, guys? Glad to yeah. be back. Been a couple weeks. What's up, yeah. Crispy? Not much, man. What's popping with you, man? Not much. If you say your name real quick, it's uh, Crispy. <laughs> I like Crispy stuff. I was thinking stuff. we should have a scheduled release date for this show so people know exactly when it's coming out. But then I realized that'd be a lot of work and planning. <laughs> it's out when it, it's it's out yeah. when it's out. Yeah. Um. Also, join. That's that. Whenever, whenever we have a new release, then it's like, oh god, th- those guys are still around. Holy crap! Oh, I guess I'll tune in one more last time. See, the thing is, we we don't have a regular schedule, but we've all been collecting for like twenty plus right. years. So this podcast ain't going anywhere, right. you know. Right. <laughs> uh, also joining us, he collects them all from Bendems to the Black Series, vintage to modern. Our good friend Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hello? And now apparently his girlfriend's buying him Uh-oh. junk too. <laughs> Your girlfriend seriously bought you some more Star Wars stuff? She got oh. me uh, this uh, artwork thing they've got at uh, uh-huh. Hobby Lobby. It's the uh, I guess the style A Star Wars poster, but it lights oh. up like uh, the laser blast lightsabers Ooh, all light that's up. That's pretty cool. And it's printed on canvas, so it's kind of cool. It's nice. I saw you. I oh, saw yeah. the photo posted on Facebook. It's pretty nice. Very yeah. really cool. Must be a cool girlfriend if she knows exactly what you have and don't have. This this is the second Star Wars item she's You're going through the phase where she pretends to like Star Wars. At least it's it's better than going through the phase where you pretend you don't like (laughs) Star Wars. Yeah. I don't think I've ever gone through that. That's a good point. (laughs) Also, uh we got from uh, from Forlam to Zuckus or Forlamkes.com. 
the uh, the one and only Jake. <laughs> I wasn't sure where it was going. I was going to say but, something uh, else, but I didn't. Way to pull it out of the nose dive, Jason. <laughs> I know where I know where you're going. That's rude. All right, hi guys. We got more hosts on this podcast, and you can shake a stick at. <laughs> and that's a lot. Tom was shaking his stick at people out on his lawn yeah. earlier today. I hit a few, too. They got too close. <laughs> and in just in case the five of us weren't enough, we also have um, returning guest, uh, Mike McDonald. Hello, Mike. Hi, guys. How's everybody doing? Doing well. Good. Every, everybody, this fellow's Canadian. Yeah, he is. You're wearing a toque right now, Mike? <laughs> no, we were just talking. It was 50 degrees today up here. I, I, now, you would think that uh, you'd be using Celsius if you were in Canada. Well, you know, I'm... Did you... Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for making the conversion for us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a little... Celsius was just coming in when I was getting out of grade school. Oh, really? And I'm on, I'm on the border with Detroit, yeah. so... Oh, okay. So you're getting... <laughs> How old are you, dude? Like 70? <laughs> 70s, yeah, feels like. You know, when I was in third grade, and I was in third grade in 1981, or 80, yeah, 81, my third grade teacher said, by the time you graduate from high school, the U.S. will have converted to the metric system. So 20, nope. two never, years have passed and never, never got. Little did you know how stubborn our politicians would be. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me back. Yeah, I appreciate hey, it. Yeah, no problem. And Mike, you have a blog. Um, tell everyone about your blog. I do. It's at. Uh, it's called Looking Away to the Horizon, and you can find it at MikeTarkin.com. And it's just me talking about Star Wars. And, uh, yeah, so MikeTarkin.com. All right. Uh, yeah, I changed it from that long, stupid right, last time. Right, last year. time it was different, different addresses. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. So I went and All bought right. a real I'll one. Put so. your, uh, I'll link your blog to the release of the show, so. Awesome. Okay. Um, I guess we've got some things to talk about uh, before we get to our main topic tonight. So um, I just want to run through a few things first. First of all, there's some new Star Wars movies coming out. And the rele- I guess there's been a release schedule update. So we've still got The Force Awakens coming out December 18th as planned. The first spinoff is coming out December 16th, and it finally has a title. Chris... What's the title? What do you Rogue think? Rogue One? <laughs> it doesn't give much away. You know, it could be anything, really, you know. So, it'll, but it'll be the adventures okay. of yes. Rick O'Lee as he forms Rogue yes. Squadron. It might be. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, apparently they showed some concept art, and people were saying it looked kind of uh, Halo-ish, you know. So I guess we have to wait and see. I mean, the title... It's okay, you know. Just, Do you think you know. this is going to tie into the new trilogy, kind of like the way the Marvel one-off spit, uh, tie-in with the Avengers? I hope so. I mean, you know, the way Marvel pulled it off is pretty cool. Because I think a lot of us you were know? thinking that these would be films based in a different time period, like maybe during the original trilogy or before. But I, I'm starting to think this may take place during the time of Episode 7, 8, 9. I mean, I'm just no reason that I, I mean, no concrete information, but I'm just starting to wonder. 
Yeah, I kind of would prefer that actually because you know how they're gonna pull it off visually, you know, if it's set in the time zone before A and H, you know, to just kind of like make it look the same, you know. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of weird to me to have a story. You know, there's this rumor going around of them like stealing the the Death Star plans or something, you know, and. I don't know, it'd be kind of weird to have like a super modern high-tech movie which is supposed to be set right before A&H, yeah. you know? Like visually, I don't see that kind of like fitting together mm-hmm. well, you know? Yeah. So, I yeah. guess the Marvel, though, movies have played around with that a little bit, though. I mean, granted, they're all being made around the same time, but they do have different uh, eras that they make Marvel movies for. Like Captain America was made during World War II, you know, or took place... And uh, their TV show spinoffs take place at different times. And so I mean, I, I could see them doing it, but I think I agree with you guys. Though. I think it'll be some type of spin out of, you know, or maybe, you know, who, who they say what Felicity Jones is going to be starring in this film, that maybe she'll have a cameo in, you know, Force Awakens. And then that will give us reason to want to follow her character into a new movie or something. Yeah, right. I mean, wouldn't it be boring to get a movie about them suing the Death Star plans? Because we already know how it ends. Yeah, right. We know we we know they get them. Yeah, so there'll be yeah. no. Like, you won't be on your seat wondering if or not if they steal the plans or not. Uh, but yeah. maybe we'd and finally they... get to see what a Bothan looks like. <laughs> <laughs> and how many of them actually died? Wasn't maybe there, there was only three Bothans a... and two of them died? Wasn't there a cap driver in episode one that was a Bothan? No, it it does look it does look similar, but it's not classified a Bothan. It was another exotic race that they made up for the prequels. And uh, I guess the other bit of news that came out was that um, episode eight is getting released on May twenty six, two thousand seventeen, <clears throat> and it's going to be. Uh, written and directed by ryan johnson um ryan what do you think about the uh moving up the not necessarily moving it up but such an early release um i'm cool with it it's kind of weird to be thinking that i mean it was basically we're looking at the next two years pretty much Mm -hmm. over the next two years we're gonna see three star wars movies Uh, that's just crazy that is crazy. What do you think Hasbro is doing right now? You think they're preparing for all three? <laughs> Hopefully, you know, finally, they've probably, after everything they've been through the last few years, where let's gear up for this 3D release. Oh, no, we're not going to do that. Okay, let's gear No, we're not going to do that. Maybe this time, like, they finally, like, okay, this is actually going to happen. They're gearing up, and they'll get us a lot of figures out. I I still think they're not going to follow the nest, the uh, the Marvel um, mode like some people think for Hasbro because if you look at Star Wars figures, they've never followed the the, the Marvel uh, style of doing things. We've always had more Star Wars figures that are put out than Marvel figures uh, for the most part. I know there's times when they uh, like the comic Marvel figures that they've been doing. There's been a lot more of those at times than Star Wars figures in the last couple of years, but. Uh, generally, you know, Hasbro gets a movie uh, for Star Wars. They go big. So that's kind of what I'm expecting. Uh, Jake, how many figures do you think will be out for the spinoff movie Rogue One? Uh, I I am one that I think they'll follow a Marvel model. I, I do because Marvel started putting out the five POA before uh, Star Wars did. 
sorry, Hasbro was putting out Marvel 5 POEs before they started putting out Star Wars ones. So I feel like that might be a recipe. I know Star Wars is different, and I really hope I'm wrong, but I could see a very small line for the Rogue One. Because, I mean, a few months later, we're already getting another, right. you know, major Star right. Wars film. You know, I mean, am I glad Star Wars is in May? Yes, I do. That's Star Wars month for me. That is when Star Wars belongs. Um, but is that give me lots of hope for, you know, getting lots of product or stuff from Rogue? No, we just don't have enough time to breathe. I mean, that was the nice thing about growing up with three years in between. They got to, you know, it gave us a time to really focus in on our toys and and play with them. And here it'd be just like, let's get these so the next before we can get the next couple, before we can get the next couple. And mm-hmm. I don't know, and toys. I don't know if they'll be as appreciated now than, you know, when maybe, we were younger because we don't have maybe that Rogue time. One will get the two the two inch figure treatment, and then they'll just save the uh, the proper seven, eight, nine for the three and three quarter. Oh man, as much as I'm I'm trying not to buy the Avengers toys, but you know, I like movie toys. I like movie toys and Age of Ultron's only got the two inch now except for four five POA figures that they put out. So I mean, I don't know. They're not ideal. They're not ideal, but you know, I'll buy them if they do. Um Mike, do you plan on collecting the figures for the uh, upcoming films? Yeah. Yeah, probably not. You know, like I've done for past movies where it's, mm-hmm. you know, as many as you can get, I'll probably stick with like mm-hmm. the core characters, which is what I'm doing with Rebels right now. If I can ever find Sabine <laughs> and Hera, um, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, like based on Rebels, if I can just get the ghost of the crew, I've got the Inquisitor, mm-hmm. you know, keep just it down to, I don't know, maybe 50. What yeah, do you think yeah. about the five POA uh figures the five points of articulation is that are you fine with that or do you miss the uh super articulated figures that we've been getting for years the past few years i you know i think i think i prefer them with more articulation um like like the rebels figures the rebels figures are really nice looking Mm -hmm. figures and after after christmas i had uh, i had a bunch of them and then you go and display the inquisitor and he's got this giant lightsaber and his, his arm either goes straight down or goes straight out. Yeah. You know, and you've, yeah, they just, I, I never worried about articulation at all until I started doing, um, I, I stopped putting my figures on the shelf just lined up when I started doing dioramas, you know, and you go, oh, gee, this guy could bend his arm. This guy can look like he's sitting. And it's like, okay, well, that's kind of cool. Um, I, you know, I like the idea behind the five points. I kind of see where they're coming from, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. They, they, <laughs> the ones I have, they, they're just standing yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting. You know? to, I'm kind of. I kind of miss the, uh, I, the, the, the uh, novelty of the five POA is kind of wearing out on me. I'm, I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. I do like the, the, the more uh, posable modern figures compared to the five POA figures. So. But do you I need asked twenty. What's that, Jake? But but do you need twenty points of articulation? No. Yeah, that's maybe. right. That's where I fall down. I don't think we need twenty. Maybe not twenty. I think we need I a nice a, in between. I had a conversation with my son. He's he's sixteen now, so the Clone Wars was was his his collecting, and I asked him, and he says, "Well, you have to at least be able to, you know, make a guy look like he's he's holding a gun. So you got to at least be able to bend at mm-hmm. the elbow." Mm-hmm. You know, so I showed him 
the the new five point and it's you know he he said if he was you know 10 years younger again mm-hmm. no you want you want it to they got to look a little bit realistic you know so. that's a great point yeah that's yeah. exactly it's funny because my my son he uh he's five now and he he said the exact same thing about the jack specific stormtrooper the big one you know because the arm just goes straight up and he's like they don't hold glasses like that you know yeah yeah you know, and I think I think the way we appreciate him so much as a kid is because we didn't have those super articulated to know what else it could be. You know, and I'm a fan of the five POA, but you know, I think I understand people's points when they're like, "Yeah, this really can't do that." It's because no vintage collection collector, and you know, unless you were playing with, I guess, Migos had some articulation, but anything that small didn't have that, so you didn't really know the grass was green or somewhere so else. GI so. Joe showed up, <laughs> a real yeah, American hero. <laughs> You know, at the same time, I look at the five points of articulation. Jake, have you gotten the most recent figures? Yeah, the Temple Guard, Tie Pilot, and all that. Uh, I've actually got the wave after that, but yes. If if they put the Temple Guard out as one of the like Black Series figures, this would probably have soft goods cloak, and I don't think it would look near as good. And um, I don't know about you guys, but the Rebels Tie Pilot's fantastic. I, I it think is a great figure. So, I, I the articulation's not there, but I mean. They look really cool on the shelf. Yeah. See, I think for Rebels figures, this works really well. You know, because the figures, they kind of look different. They're a little animated in the animated style, you know. And I think for that toy line, it works really, really well. You know, for the uh, realistic looking ones, like the Jedi Temple uh, guard that you just mentioned, um, you know, you just can't pose them the way you see them in a TV show. You know, just when, they stand, when they're standing by the... Uh, the doors and they light their lightsabers up and they hold them with two hands and stuff, you know. And I mean, it's a nicely sculpted figure, but I feel like, you know, it could have been better. But you're probably right, you know, soft goods would probably not look as good on it, you know. But I do feel like the the articulation would be nice to would be nice, uh, particularly for this figure. You know, I think, and Jason might agree with me here. I really appreciate what they did with the Phantom Menace figures, and. The fact that their robes were sculpted and not soft goods from most of that wave, I think it just lends to some really cool figures. So, uh, Ryan, I'd agree with you that I think that a the the plastic on a character like the Jedi Guard or Jedi Temple Guard would be is much preferred because more times than not, those soft cloak, uh, the soft piece cloaks are too big or baggy or the hoods stand up way high over their head it just doesn't come off with the same aesthetic that's something that's molded in plastic i hope hasbro isn't at a point where it's got to be all or nothing where it has to be five poa or it has to be super articulated and and it can't be somewhere in the middle like i hope i hope that's not their thinking right now well even if it's five poa going forward you know even the kenner had at least you know han solo's arm is bent Yeah, right. That you know that idea. Um, and, and that's not... true because all of these guys have the just just straight arm out with their blasters. Yeah. There's no bent arms. There's no bent legs like on like the Bespin guards but or anything like you that. You can take that right. to, too far to an extreme though, because if you look at the uh, the Attack of the Clones figures that came out in 2002, where they like <laughs> superposed yes. them, and they only most of those only had maybe <clears throat> six maybe six points of articulation, but they were so posed that it looked kind of ridiculous or you're really just stuck with one kind of thing you can do with them so there's that problem that can happen 
Are you talking yeah. about the clone clone captain? Clone captain, yeah. 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 Or half those female Jedi's were all in battle permanent battle right. poses. Uh, the Mace Windu with his uh, yeah, yeah, angry face. Oh, it's angry. <laughs> Tom, where do you? St- yeah, but he looks really cool on one of the um, gunships. Yeah, Tom, where do you stand on this? <laughs> I'm always going to be a fan of five points of articulation, but I can definitely see your point. Okay. It's too bad that my eyes rolling in the back <laughs> of my head uh, is not is not audible when uh, you guys are talking about this stuff, but. Uh, yeah, I can see your point. Um, I don't know. It's funny. It, I, it made me chuckle when you when you said that five points of articulation uh, is kind of <laughs> is kind of quaint now, and uh, wish you'd go to the super articulated stuff. Thought that was kind of funny, because that's where we we all started with the five point. We didn't seem to complain about that because we yeah like like you guess this guy said we didn't really know any different. But it, it's funny that we need to get back to. Uh, more articulation than five, I guess. I don't know. See, it kind of feels like Hasbro kind of abandoned the long, long-term collectors. You know, I mean, the thing is, when you started collecting in '95, when the modern line started up again, and you bought your first muscle Luke Skywalker and all those, still, things. yeah, still five are still five points. Right, but you know, they they kept releasing the same characters, but they made them better, which yeah. kind of gave you to. It was a reason enough to rebuy the same character again. Oh you yeah, know, you got, you got yeah. Luke now. He's got knees, you know. He right. He has bendable knees now. He's got you know articulated shoulders. Well, now he comes with a T sixteen, you know, things like that. And now it feels like they've just taken it away from us. It's almost like yeah, we've we've gone as far as we can go in terms of sculpting and articulation, and it's just too expensive now. And so let's just drop that. Yeah. And now you True. go from like you've reached your goal, and now you start over over again, kind of you know from the bottom up, and so it feels a little weird. And I, I kind, I'm kind of wondering, like you know, ever since Disney stepped in, um, because they've given out the license to so many different companies, that I'm wondering if if Hasbro feels like that the more the older collectors that their attention has gone either to more of the high end stuff now. And they feel like they can't really compete with that. And so they just put all the focus on on the five POA stuff. You know? I mean, I know they have the six inch, the, the six inch line, which is nice, but I don't know. I mean, I'm you know, I'm kind of wondering about that. You know, if, if that has something to do with so many different more licensees now and and you know. Yeah. It's all, you, make, you make a really good yeah. point. I think all the older collectors just stop collecting. They just watch reruns of Matlock and <laughs> right, Tom. <laughs> like, you know, Geritol is expensive, yeah. guys. Uh, we we don't have that disposable income that we had a few years ago. No, we're still gonna collect, collecting the three and three quarter. I I'm kind of I like the six inch figures, but they don't. I don't know. They just don't uh, excite me the way three and three quarter inch figures do. No, I don't you have know, a place for them. After this no. long, <laughs> I have a couple just because, well, I've gotten a couple good deals on them, but uh, I, I have a room full of three and three quarter. <laughs> and like you said, that Geritol is expensive, so <laughs> I can't change now. 
that's the know. fun that's a fun thing about being a vintage collector you've got this finite number of figures that you're dealing with and now really the choice is do i get them loose or do i get them carded but but people have have found ways to make them um not as finite like do you have one with a country of origin hong kong or one with a country of origin? that those people <laughs> listen to me those people are effing lunatics right. <laughs> and he's just alienated that population of our i audience. don't give a crap please it's celebration please tell me who these people are and i will point at them and go you sir or madam are a lunatic yeah. So, Tom, you're, well, we all know what your focus is, the first 12 or 21. Um, so then when where, where do your variants stop? Okay, you don't do COOs. What about, like, whether Warwick's Man has a white tusk or a pink tusk? Well, right, when, with carded, where, where do you stop? 12, no. 12 back, 20 back, 21 back? Yeah, right. I, I, I see what offer. you're saying. Yeah. But I have a nice representation of uh, the first 21 on 12, 20, and 21, kind of mixed and matched. Totally satisfied with that. I've got a nice... It, I, don't, I don't lose sleep with, over it, thank, I've thankfully. I've got a nice representation of the first 3,000 and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Remember what I said about <laughs> lunatics, Jason? Yeah. I don't have them all, though. I'm You're... Not... You're not that you're not that bad. That Beezy right. sitting over there. I'm, he's 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 crazy. I'm not a complete <laughs> I decided to not be a completist about oh, I don't know. Eight years ago, and it was a very liberating thing. I get most It was funny. Two thousand two I went completely cold turkey on um on modern figures and I never ever bought another one after that. I can't believe you made it till 2002 after 99. I was going strong. Well, I would remember when I went to Target one time and I found a uh, a toy aisle full of Efontmons, yeah, and they oh, were yeah. they were 50 percent off, and they <laughs> were they were just put out, and I freaked out. I I bought I think 10 of them. I kept two of them and i sold the rest on ebay that was that you was made money on that oh Those my gosh hot. that was amazing that was that was a That's great funny. figure. that is that was that was a really still good thing still is one of the best figures they've ever done oh it suffers because it's so big it, it's a little yeah, lopsided it has difficulty yeah, standing yeah. You can get past that though oh man it's awesome yeah you know, this talk about Rebels in the uh, 5 POA and the small line focus, I mean, because Rebels is technically, what, how many Rebels figures did they technically make? Probably barely 20, if you counted figures from the actual mm -hmm. show. I, I can't help but to think that is going to be the spinoff movie profile. Three or four vehicles and 20 or so figures. Because that's, I mean, essentially what Rebels is their big media push this year, and that's all we got from them, technically. So Something tells see. me that uh, releasing so many movies within so many years is going to choke this whole franchise. That's what I think. There's definitely, um, I, I think you're right. I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, this when they just announced those 20 books for later in the year, it kind of makes you wonder, you know, how much um, how much effort they can really put into 
a quality product, you know, if they have to rush out to the market like that, you know? Right, right, yeah. Well, and considering yeah, he's in charge of it now, too. Um, I was in the Disney store yesterday, so the weekend that Cinderella's come out, and they just had a nice corner, the front of the store, with, you know, I mean, it was little girls' dresses and stuff, but very limited for, you know, what I'd say is a pretty big movie. Sure. And that's, sure. I mean, the store of the company that's going to be selling us our Star Wars figures. So, yeah, I, I could see them just, uh, you know, keep it core characters. I don't think we're ever going to have a situation where we're going to want every Cantina character, every Jabba's Palace character. I don't think we're, we're going to see, um, well, scenes again that hit us like that where we want all of those figures. Um, so that's I can't point. see them. I mean, you know what I mean? How, like, how, um, Yeah, how many people are... Uh, clamoring for uh outlander club personally figures. i'd like them to do a exactly. couple more but but yeah. but how many can you name by name None. right now you can go through all the kids oh i can name obi-wan anakin the drug the, the druggy <laughs> guy it. the druggy Got guy <laughs> and uh yeah but that's a name the core characters that actually appeared because yeah. they made those but then but, you know there's about 20 scantily clad girls in there yeah yeah, but if they if if they would have named some of those characters with toys and like wrench head and whatever else they could have come up with, we would have we'd know them. It's just they've never been then never again, had toys. Then again, what did they do after Attack of the Clones? They did the Gendy Tartakovsky Clone Wars series. So they shifted their focus to another media property and then that led up to Revenge of the Sith and then we went into that media property. So it's, you know, that's I guess that's my point that you know when they got hey what's next on the platter you know let's go let's go let's go we're not going to yeah. fill in all those movie holes I, I don't think hasbro was banking too much on episode two though when you look back at it i think they got burned by episode one maybe a little bit and then you look at episode two that's not actually an episode two card they just called it a saga card and there was even the classic trilogy characters mixed in there it was just kind of, it was the most generic card we've ever gotten so yeah. i I, I don't know if episode two is the best example there. Has but... to be. Well, I'd say this. I'd say the same thing for Rebels, though. Rebels only says Rebels on some cards and not others. And then we have more Saga and prequel characters than we do actually Rebels on that card back. But that so. card back is very Rebel specific, with the Stormtrooper head and and the artwork that's with it. It's very Rebel specific. Attack of the Clones is the most lackluster thing they could have ever come <laughs> up with. The 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 toys. Yeah. You know, we still got some good toys, but it was lackluster. I still like the magnets. Don't swallow them. <laughs> All right. See, most of the magnets in the figures, they don't work well <laughs> That's anymore. That's true. <laughs> you know, really, mine still work great. Huh. Here's my question: Will we get? Because right now, that's just not. It's not even on the board. Will we get pack-ins or action features with? The Force Awakens, because right now we're not getting any. Gonna get the little push the button behind his butt and watch his arm go up and down, <laughs> or even a stand, or a you know a you know a 2015 version of a Comtech chip, mm -hmm. or you know, are we gonna yeah, get anything? Don't, don't expect too much, you know. Yeah. Lower your expectations, <laughs> you know. Like Jason, you said it, I think on the last show where you where you predicted that. Um, Hasbro is going to get rid of the super articulated line and they're just going to focus on five PLA yes. figures. That's, that's so, my dark prediction. You know, 
I hope yeah. it's not true. This yeah. comes from the person who said Star Wars. They were going to announce Star Wars. I, was I did. I did think. I did think they were going to end Star Wars. I think. I thought Celebration Six was going to be kind of the end of it all. I was wrong. I probably Hopefully. won't be wrong about that thirty-dollar Millennium Falcon, though. You watch. <laughs> that big one's not coming back out. No retailer is going to sign up for that thing. You talk about the same retailers that are carrying the giant turtles playset, or you know. Yeah, but kids, turtles, kids actually, kids moves. actually want the turtle stuff. I don't think little kids want Star Wars stuff right now. Maybe, hopefully, that all changes though with the new movie. I, I think it'll be different with the with the new movie. This is going to be huge. Uh, at the yeah, end of this it year. is. And uh, yeah, but this is going to be like Phantom Menace I, all over I think again. You're right. Four year olds want turtles. Mm-hmm. Four year olds are not going to want Star Wars. Like four year olds is not the audience for Star Wars Episode Seven. It's going to be a bit older, and the bit older kids are more into video games. So that's going to be that's going to be the issue there. I don't well, know. I I talk to middle schoolers who still like Star Wars stuff. They talk to me about the stuff they buy, and it's not just video games. Okay. Looking I around hope. my room right now, I can live with a limited amount of figures for these releases because I I, <laughs> I don't have any room. I <laughs> never stopped me. <laughs> I've got, I'm looking at my little Rebels cubby. I've got, let's see, two, four, six. I got nine, and I want to add two more characters, and I'm, I'm good. Well, you almost have seven. all. <laughs> yeah, right. I, yeah, yeah. So, um, um, I mean, if that's you know, talking about how many characters you could put out, I think the last big thing would have been different clone troopers. Um, my, uh, from a kid's standpoint, my son, that was his thing when the Clone Wars was out. Um, was every single clone he could get his hands on. So they'll need something like that that they can just keep repainting. Well, it looks like there will be at least some kind of Stormtrooper in Episode 7. Right, right. If, uh, who, know, you know, who knows if they'll be multicolored and stuff like the Clone Wars. Yeah, they, I think if they didn't pull out some type of multicolored armor in Rebels, I don't know if they'll do it mm-hmm. in... Seven, because they had the possibility of, you know, giving us some like transition colored armor, and and they didn't, which I was fine with. We have a lot more uh, stormtroopers with uh, pauldrons on, but other than that, yeah. Oh come on! But we'll see Sabine's uh, disco colored uh, Tie Fighter eventually, don't you think? I hope see, so. That's t- awesome. Yeah, yeah. Five years ago, or or eight years ago, we for sure would have. But it's, yeah. it, oh, it's definitely. still different now. <laughs> it is. We got a total of, what, three, four vehicles. Yeah. I, four what vehicles. I really hope is that the reason we haven't seen any vehicles, that, well, we've seen a few vehicles this year, but not many, is because all, all everyone's so focused on doing Episode 7 toys and figures and vehicles that they just don't have time for Rebels. Well, we'll find out when they when they unveil at some unknown point this year what the Force yeah. Awakens line is going to be. If it's overwhelmingly, you know, packed full of vehicles and figures in two packs, we can go. It all makes sense. But if it ends up being a line like Rebels, where it's just a few products, then we're going to all have to scratch our heads on what the future of this whole hobby how, looks like. How for- are they? How are they keeping the figures under wraps? Because they've got to be producing the figures right now. Why are there not 
more photos coming out of China about what actually. I'm surprised that they've been able to contain everything. Oh, I think in the summer you're going to start to see some of that stuff. You think yeah. so? It's going to start to leak. I yeah. mean, if they, yeah, because oh, if they don't officially show us, we're going to see it eventually, anyways. So they might as well put on the best face and let us see it. <laughs> I, I can't remember who I was talking to. They were they were saying the idea would be that's why they probably want to show the the new the Force Awakens stuff at uh, San Diego Comic Con because by that time stuff will be in production to put out for the September mm-hmm. release. And, uh, you know, it stuff is going to start to leak out. You know, if you think about it, when do we see images of um, like carded figures or production figures ahead of when they come out? It's usually about one to two months before they start hitting store shelves. All right. Let's let's uh, move on quickly to celebration Anaheim. Uh, I think we did announce this on our last show, but let's just remind everyone. Saturday, April 18th at 6 p.m., we will be doing a Galaxy of Toys podcast live from Celebration in room 208AB at the Anaheim Convention Center. Are you ready, Tom? Absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be something else. Bring your singles for Tom. So, something else for sure, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan and I are going to do an interpretive dance uh, hey, hey, related no, I did to. Not say uh, I'd agree to that. There. Well, you you're the one who came up with the idea, so I don't understand what the problem is. That's just for you, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> got got. If that happens, I will get a ticket and I will be there. <laughs> oh yeah. They're I gonna will cancel my 25th me. anniversary trip next year, and I will be there for that. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna interpret the uh, Wookie mating call. <laughs> Okay. Tom, when is your, when is your get-together, Tom? Oh, uh, Wednesday, if anybody is interested in meeting us at... Uh, God, what is that place? Earl of, Earl of Sandwich. Uh, near the convention center. It's kind of kitty corner and maybe a few blocks down the road there. Um, from uh, the Hilton... Uh, we are meeting at uh, Earl of Sandwich at 5 p.m., you know, because they, I'm hoping they have a senior early bird special is what I'm looking forward to <laughs> at uh, on Wednesday. So be Wait, there or sense. don't be there. Okay. What's that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just a little foggy. I've been creating buttons for the last two months and nonstop. I can't. I can't. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I, we've been so – I've been – Arten it up. We've got I've got posters and cards and buttons. It's been insane. Yeah, swag. So I'm a little will, foggy. Swag will be a plenty at celebration yeah. this year. That's for sure. Yeah. It will flow like water. <laughs> Free water. All right. Um, Jason, we haven't uh, designed anything know, for you I'm yet. So, what are you holding out? Of, what are you I'm holding out on? About it. I've been kind of busy and I haven't had much time to think about it. There may not be a lot of Galaxy more of Toys you... swag for all you listeners, but uh, but there will be for, for everything, everything else. else there'll be plenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for Lamdazakis. Yeah, Jedi business. Most definitely, I grew up Star Wars. You're going to get a boatload of of swag from from myself. Yeah, Jedi business is going to be in the collector's lounge at some point, handing out swag. 
And uh, I don't I have a time yet, but it's going to happen. And then uh, you guys can also find me at the uh, the Force United booth um, cool. on all four days. So for an hour, hour and a half. But I don't have a time frame for that yet either. And there's going to be swag. So. Cool. But I guess we'll announce the time later once Great. you know. Sure. Yeah. And I think some of us will be helping out with this week in Star Wars. They'll be doing some shows from the con. Yes. I think that's going on at the Collector's Lounge as well. Yep. No, this week in Star Wars is going to be on the podcast stage. Well, they're well, doing more than one show. Oh. We okay. um here at uh, Galaxy well, of Toys, we considered <laughs> doing uh, a show on the Collector's Lounge, but um, that's... I just, I'm not, I don't have, uh, what's the right word? That's a little too much, too ambitious for me. I think one podcast from the show will probably be enough from us. I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, uh, I'm a little uh, curious to see how they're going to set us up. Yeah. I, I mean, there's, there's five of us, right? Yeah. I mean, well, that means there'll be at least five people in attendance. Yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad yeah. that we're going on Saturday because I really think a lot of the technical difficulties hopefully will be worked out before then. Because I don't, I, the, the what, the, from what the email I got, it really didn't say they were gonna do much as far as getting it. I don't, I don't know if there's a PA system there. I don't know if there's mics. I don't know. They said there's an internet feed, and that's fine. But that's not going to get the job done. So um, I'm a little concerned, although I trust that it, it'll it go off fine. Somehow I imagine us being kind of those uh, schmucky radio, local radio DJs that make a, uh, you know, uh, an appearance at the uh, local car show or boat show. <laughs> just getting just begging, begging people to have to have them have people come by and yeah. talk to them. Um. But I, pl I plan on recording, uh, you know, throughout the show, bits and pieces. I, I, I'll bring the um, Galaxy of Toys Mobile Command Center with me, and <laughs> we'll get some we'll get some stuff recorded. So, we'll have. And I don't think this has been said yet, but uh, Collecting Cosmos will also be doing something on the the Collectors Podcast or the Collectors oh, area. That's collectors cool. Lounge. I'll come and watch that. Yeah. And then Ryan, are you allowed to talk about your panel? Uh, not yet. Okay. Has not been officially announced. I can't say anything yet. <laughs> yeah, what is up with the panels not being officially announced? There's a lot that has not been officially announced as far as the collectors area, which is kind of weird. Has but it, hmm. um, I better get going on that. I well, from what I understand, it's all been submitted, um, but it just they haven't released. The is there like yet. a chart or anything with like what who's at what booth and where the booths are and all this, or is it? I think I've seen a map. I, I haven't is, looked too is, much. Is Hasbro going to be there? Oh, that's a they good said question. they were. They mm. said they were at a couple. I think Arnie's from Star Wars Action News. His interview with them mentioned that they would be at. Do you think Hasbro's going to do a panel like they have at the last few celebrations? Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. Well, depends on probably. If, they, if they're ready to show something. Uh, well, no. I'm just going to go to that one and just boo them. <laughs> we, we know that they're okay having panels and not showing action figures, though. So. Yeah, they can show Angry Birds for 45 And Furbies. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's really strange. Um, you know, we know a lot of stuff is coming. We know there's a, you know, there's a big, you know, a big, there's going to be a big push, but 
really not much information about anything has come out regarding. I mean, I, w- I got the latest insider. You would barely know that there's a new Star Wars movie coming out at the end of the year. Like it's it's hardly mentioned in the whole insider. It's just kind of yeah. strange, I think, but it's a new way of doing things. Yeah, well, when you look at Celebration, you know, the uh, all the actors signing, I mean, there's not a single of the Force Awakens actors listed yeah. as signing yeah. autographs. That and just really I, seems very sir, so strange. Hold on, Tom, go ahead. It just seems really kind of, oh, well, yeah, we got a movie coming out at the end <laughs> yeah. of the year, but that's no big deal, whatever. You guys just, you know, you guys like Chewbacca and Peter Mayhew and... Hey, Mark Hamill's going to be there, but uh, yeah, just just forget about the other stuff. I miss how the insider used to show. You know, the insider during the prequels would occasionally put photos in from the upcoming movie, and and they didn't really give away much about the plot, but it it give you something to look at and wonder about. Oh yeah, by this time back in '98, we were gushing over pictures of oh, Tatooine yeah. and all kinds yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're it's strange that we're not getting any yeah. of this. It's just kind of mind-boggling but then again jj abrams style yeah or that's okay then or disney's because take a look at how do we know what disney store merch is going to come out next oh wait we don't they don't advertise it they don't go to cons i mean we don't know if star wars is if they're going to make you know we have no idea what star wars store i mean disney store is going to release in regards to star wars that's just they're not their profile. I think they'll know that once it's out, we'll do the work for them. They don't well, hype it. You say that, but I mean, about the movies, you look at what they're doing for Avengers 2. That's still Disney. And they've been showing plenty of that. I think the, the darkness around Force Awakens has more to do with J.J. Abrams. He did the same thing with the last Star Trek film. Um, most of his movies, Super 8 was very secretive as well. He likes to keep his movies very secretive. Yeah, but I also know that Marvel's handled slightly different because if you notice, Disney doesn't put their name in front of everything that comes out in Marvel, but now you'll notice everything Star Wars comes out, it says Disney Star Wars, but it does not say Disney Marvel. I know that Marvel Studios specifically refused to move to the Disney lot when they were purchased because they were like, no, 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 we, 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 we handle our things our way. And I know ILM, or I know Skywalker Ranch hasn't been abandoned for Hollywood, but you know I do think that Disney has claimed more ownership of Star Wars than they have over Marvel, because they're not throwing that Disney name away on all Marvel product like you do. So I think it's handled differently. I honestly do. Have a comment or question about the show? Email us at galaxyoftoys at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Galaxy of Toys and find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash galaxyoftoys. Remember, you can listen to older episodes from our Podbean page at galaxyoftoys.podbean.com or search for us on iTunes or Stitcher Smart Radio. I'll start with Tom. Have you picked up anything new Star Wars related? Yeah, those tops... um... Uh, Star Wars card panel thingies. I don't even know what the heck those things Plaques, are called. maybe? I guess. But they're are, they're are they kind of... They're, they're metal signs, but they're really uh, made... Uh, they're printed on kind of uh, metallic-y metal. I thought it would be a matte, but they're really shiny. And uh, they're really kind of interesting. I got uh, number two of 99. 
Cool. So, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, um, I like them. And uh, other than that, a few uh, miscellaneous R2 parts, and that's all I can think of right now. So that's that's it for me. Uh, Chris, what about you? Um, yeah, I picked up a bunch of stuff. Um, I found the uh, the Rebels vehicles on clearance for $7.50 at the Disney Outlet Store over, uh, was it President's Day weekend? Um, so I picked up a bunch of those, and they also had um, some of the uh, theme park exclusives there. Uh, you know those Disney mashup figures that they yeah. do, where they have like Mickey dressed up and stuff? Yeah, they had um, the Sawlock attack there, um, and they had the Escape from the Death Star, which also has five figures uh, in it. And they're about $10 each, roughly. So I got some really, really good prices on those. Um, I did find the Imperial Troop Transporter. Um, and I posted some pictures on Jedi Business where you can look at comparison pictures between the 79, the 81, and the, the 2015 version, um, which uh, the vehicle is great, by the way. Um, I really, really like it. I agree. It. Um, besides that, um, I picked up all the, uh, the comic books with the, with the toy covers, the, the Marvel Star Wars uh, vintage style covers, um, which are kind of cool. And... I think that's about it. Besides all the new figures that came out, I'm, I'm pretty much caught up here as well. So, yeah, I think that's that's about it. Uh, Ryan? Uh, actually, not too much for me. I've gotten uh, some of the newer figures. I'm caught up through the um, the Jedi Temple... Uh, I don't know, was it Jedi Temple Guard uh, wave? I have not seen the ITT yet. Uh, and then the aforementioned artwork that my girlfriend gave me, but uh, nothing much else. I've been trying to save money for all the conventions coming up. What about you, Jake? Um, I, too, have picked up <clears throat> all of the action figure comics uh, covers, the basic version and all the action figure variant covers of all the Marvel comics that have been up. I'm up to date on Marvel. Um, as for the Saga Legends Rebels line, I'm missing Gree. And from that wave, and then I'll have them all. I keep going to Target, and they look like they're putting out, you know, two figures at a time. So I'm not. I keep missing him. And uh, I did order through Amazon the whole next wave, the whole. I say whole like it's a lot. The three uh, figures I got: the Lando, Skiff, the Bespin Han, and the um, Luke X-wing, which actually I thought turned out better than the photos that hasbro first released for that figure it looked like his helmet didn't fit right it, it's not as bad as you like mm -hmm. as uh you thought it would be and then i'm still searching for the itt so mostly action figures and comics right now oh no actually i'll take that back i am deep into the star wars rebels tops cards so uh those hit target these last do you have, few do you have weeks a full set yet no, no. I only buy, only buy, I buy three to six packs every time I go mm -hmm. to Target. So I don't, I don't buy the whole box. I like to kind of whittle my way through. It gives me something to look forward to. Because it, what it is is it's an outlet from my, <laughs> my collector side. When I go to Target on a toy run and I find nothing, I'm like, I'll just go buy a pack of cards. <laughs> so, that's uh, what I'm doing now. I haven't got any autographs or sketch cards yet, but crossing my fingers. I got a couple a few years ago. I got a um, one of the Jedi girls from Attack of the Clones. 
I got an autograph card from her. I pulled and I pulled an amazing Han Solo sketch card a few years back. So I'm always hopeful. All right. Uh, Mike, what have you picked up lately? Star Wars related on oh, in, in your country uh, or in ours? I know you cross yeah, over here. So. And I haven't been on for years. So, so sit back and we'll catch up. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> condensed version. Actually the week of new year's, I was cross border shopping again. I picked up the, uh, the six inch scout biker for 20 bucks. On yeah, like January second, so I was pretty happy about that. Um, not a lot, three three quarter. Um, I got the Saga Legends X Wing Luke uh, last week. Can't have enough Rebel pilots. Um, Are those sitting on the shelf there? Yeah. Well, you know what? Our Target's closed. I think uh, you guys know about that up here. They're closing, so they don't have anything. So I'm left with, in my area, a Walmart and a Toys R Us. And okay. uh, the Toys R Us, they'll get it seems like they'll get a case and they'll go through them maybe in a month or so. Um, but, uh, those, we had a sale up here two weeks ago and like the last day of the sale I went in and obviously they just got the case in. So there was pretty decent assortment. Um, I picked up a Torrin far in the last little while. I forget where I got that from. That was nice. I never saw that when it came out originally. Um, my uh, my daughter, who now works for a living, which is awesome, her her daycare was clearing out toys, and she came home with one of the uh, the 30th anniversary, the large wing Tie Fighters. Nice. That, uh, they didn't want anymore, so that's hanging from the ceiling now. And uh, she picked up for me at an antique store a plastic Return of the Jedi uh, vintage lunchbox. Um, and it's got uh, the artwork with Luke pointing his gun at uh, at Jabba. So that's cool. Um, that's pretty much it. The only other thing is uh, about a week and a half ago, I picked up an eight pack of Bendoms. Oh, mint, mint in the box. All right. <laughs> Hope you didn't pay too much for it. Uh, you know, like twenty dollars. I figure. Okay. Because <laughs> we just don't see anything up here, so that's what I went with. You know, um, it's fun. Uh, even before listening, <laughs> listening to you guys, uh, there's a, um, a flea market that we go to out of town every year. And the guy has had sort of the individual ones hanging in his stall for four or five years now. And he's got each of them priced at $25 each. Oh, so, <laughs> and I was all set yeah. next summer to say, look, I know they've been sitting here. <laughs> I'll take them off your hands, but now I don't have to. I got my own. So I think I helped you out with a couple, didn't I? Oh, you did. That's right. Yep. <laughs> That was actually part of my motivation for getting this set is my daughter awesome. collects Astromech, so she's actually going to get the R2 out of it. So, Very And cool. I've got your uh, your R2 and 3P up on my shelf, so yeah. That's right, I did get those. <laughs> so, sorry, Tom. <laughs> wow, sounds good. And that's it. All right. That's it, yeah. I think I just came too. Would you say something? He <laughs> said he picked up some Bendoms. <laughs> uh, <but I> <laughs> um. I, like Chris, found the ITT, the Imperial Troop Transport, and I never owned the vintage version, so it's the first one I've ever had. <laughs> and it is very cool. I, I am surprised. I was... um. No, it's yes. not. If you didn't have the vintage ones, there's no way you can compare oh, the new one to the old one. Not only does it have room to hold uh, nine action figures comfortably... It also has places to store weapons. It has drink holders for the drivers. Now, how awesome is that? <laughs> Too bad you can't see them because there's no windows that you can look into. 
Well, they've Piece got computer crap. screens inside. They can they can see what's going on. I really like the vehicle. Maybe it's because I haven't maybe because there's been so few vehicles released lately that it's just like hey, a new vehicle is really awesome, but I'm um, I'm quite happy with it. Do all of you agree with Jason? Do you guys like the uh, the the new one better than the old one? I'll let you know when I find it. I think Chris? it's um, um, I think it's really well done, and it's surprising. It's not, because... not answering my question though. <laughs> Seventy nine takes the crown just for the electronics. Thank you. Oh. There you go. Perfect. That's all I wanted to hear. That's all I wanted to hear you say, Chris. <laughs> but the eighty two one doesn't have eighty uh, one version doesn't have electronics anymore. True. So, but it yeah. still has that cool cockpit that you can open the doors and put your death squad commanders in. I mean, this thing is really nicely detailed on the inside, on the bottom, way more detailed than any of the vintage vehicles. Um, I'm not sure if that really comes across in the pictures, but it's really, really nicely done. You know, of course, it's totally out of scale in comparison to the, the vehicle that was seen in the Star Wars Rebels TV show. But when you compare it to the vintage vehicles, um, I think it's done really well. I mean, the scale is the same. They're pretty much same length, same height. I don't want to get blue and brown uh, Han jacket on you. I'm just saying they just <laughs> missed, they missed an opportunity is what what I'm trying to trying to say. Yeah, I mean, it, it could have been done better, but you know it's really well done. I'm I'm with Jason on that. Yeah. It is nice, and I and I like it so much. I'm going to hunt down the vintage version now, the '79 version first. Yeah, good for you. At least it's a step in the right That's direction. Right. Um, Rebels, Star Wars Rebels, concluded. Oh, that let's just yeah, awesome. yeah. Let's just talk about, about this. Uh, Mike, can you talk for just a little bit longer? Okay, absolutely. On the last episode of Galaxy of Toys, we complained. We complained about uh, not seeing any new figures um, shown at uh, New York Toy Fair. But uh, soon after Rebels concluded, they showed two figures. Chris, go ahead with whatever you're going to say. <laughs> um, USA today, USA today revealed uh, Ahsoka and uh, Vader in his Macquarie style helmet. Apparently, uh, Yakface confirmed that it's going to be a Mission Series two pack. So it's a pretty nice set coming out later this year. Do you think that's the only? new rebel set coming out no i don't think so i think um i believe that celebration is going to be mainly about star wars rebels when it comes to toys um because they're going to show the uh, season opener yes and uh, i think once that's out then i think they'll be able to show some toys to go with it as well um i hope i'm wrong because i want to see more stuff than just rebel stuff but that's kind of like my prediction now um, did you like the finale of Rebels? Yeah, I thought it was great. Really, really well done. So, yeah, no Tom, complaints. what about you? I thought it was good. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I, I like Rebels anyway. I think it's it's a nice filler to uh, to the between the movies. I like the I, I actually I, you know, I've been kind of critical of the show. I haven't really uh, embraced it. Embraced it. Embraced <laughs> really? it the way you guys really? have. Really? Really? Yeah, no kidding. I'm going to have to go with Ryan yeah, on really this chasing, one. I will say really? this. I will say Jeez. this. Um You sounded like me, uh, Jason. Come on. <laughs> I really liked the fact that 
this gang of four or five characters did not start the Rebel Alliance. I I was thinking that that's where they were going to go with this show, where like somehow these guys started the Rebel Alliance. It seems like they're just a small part of the Rebel Alliance, which um or the Rebels or the Rebellion, which uh, kind of eased my mind a little bit because um it made me feel better. I I, I did not like the idea that this group started the re- Rebellion, so. I was happy to see that. I really like that they brought Ahsoka back. I like that uh, Snips and Sky Guy are back on the show, and who knows what will happen next season. It was kind of shocking that they killed the Inquisitor, though. Yeah. Uh, and and Filoni said he's done. He's killed. He's gone. Not yeah, coming back. Yeah, they've said that before. Well, I mean, the ship that he was in that he fell into the explosion also exploded. Spider so. Inquisitor, <laughs> like Crispy said. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he said, "Yeah, it was, it was, they were sad to you know to, to kill him off because you know, they loved uh, Jason Isaacs doing the voice. But uh, yeah, I mean, they built up that character really well, and then to kill him off, and that's really cool to see. I, I'm almost wondering is if Grievous had not shown up in Revenge of the Sith, if Filoni would have killed off Grievous in uh, Clone Wars. Yeah, you know that's par for the course for Star Wars villains. They they get their." Just moment to shine. I mean, think about it. Boba didn't have a lot of on-screen presence, nor did Grievous lasted one film. Tarkin lasted one film. You know, Dooku only got a film and a smidge of another, you know. So Star Wars villains are pretty much flash in the pan. Unless their name is Darth. Well, Darth Vader or Darth Sidious. Well, Maul got That's it right away. Like, yeah. I feel like one thing that the show is lacking is is a variety of characters, yes. really. So it's kind of weird that for like the character models which they've developed, they killed off three of them now. You know, like those two Imperials and and, yeah, the, well, and the impression I've gotten is in next season they're not, of course, not going to just be on Lothal. We're going to be seeing a lot more. Let's We've hope already so. seen artwork for A wings and A wing pilots. Lothal so. is the most boring planet in the Star Wars galaxy. <laughs> it really is. Ugh. It's where the second wave of Empire Agreed. reside. Lord. I don't care where they go next season. Just get off that planet. No, I think it's... Come on, it's got a Jedi temple. Oh. It's got an Imperial base. It's got... Yeah, J- Jason, watch out what you Tantina. wish for. They can go to that stupid void planet. <laughs> I'd rather have that planet. Really? No. Say <laughs> <it's>, uh... <laughs> And I, I just like that they. It looks like the the Rebel Alliance might be joining the fight next season from the from that pre production art they showed, and that that looks really cool. And I'm I'm gonna stay optimistic and say hopefully next season I will enjoy it. Uh, Mike, have you been uh, keeping up with Rebels? Yeah, it's. I haven't yeah. loved it. Um, I, I got some issues with the whole training another yes. Jedi thing. I kind of... I, I like Luke being the only one. Um, which, I mean, he still could. I just, that's the only thing to me that's slowing it down is the whole training another mm. Jedi. But uh, it's fun. Every week it's fun. I like seeing TIE Fighters. I like seeing TIE Fighters doing stuff that I did with TIE Fighters when I was a kid, like flying sideways yeah. and going through streets and stuff. That's cool. Um. Yeah, the the Ahsoka reveal was was awesome, and I think she should be a mail away figure over the summer. That's what I'd like mm-hmm. to see. Yeah, 
put out some Hera and Sabines <laughs> and then save your coupons from those and get yourself an Ahsoka. But uh, I, th like, at the end of the series, you go, oh, okay, now it's going to start. And I kind of wished what we saw in the last episode would have happened maybe halfway through. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of waiting around, I thought. And, and like you said, that planet's just, ugh, it's so boring. So, but yeah, I'll, I'll be back for season so two. I'm not, I'm not I enjoyed alone. it. You think you're kind of like where I'm at with the show. I've never, I've never yeah. liked the idea of Kanan or Ezra. Never. It's never, it's never right. made sense to me. So maybe next season right. I will. See, I'm, kind of I'm kind of struggling more with the fact that Ahsoka was Anakin's Padawan. Because I never felt that the uh, the Anakin that we saw in the movies, I never thought that the council would ever give this kid, a, <laughs> yeah. you know, somebody yeah. to train, yeah. you know. So that's like the only thing I'm kind of like struggling with a little. But I like Ahsoka though, the character. So. Yeah, I kind of see the uh, Clone Wars and now the Rebels universe is kind of their own thing. I kind of actually, I don't know. I have a hard time matching them with the movie. Expanded yeah. universe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe the the transition from one to the other could have been a little more subtle than, than if, bringing back Ahsoka. Since I don't they know. brought we'll Ahsoka and Vader back in at the exact same time, I know I we guess we had that hologram of Vader earlier on, but pretty much as far as characters being in the show, do you think they're gonna have like a Snips versus Sky Guy confrontation or? Without yeah. a doubt, it's that unresolved story thread we've been waiting for since. Clone Wars, you know, wrapped up and Ahsoka walked away and you're like, what? So I think that's coming without a doubt. Could be interesting. I don't want to write that story. That's all I know. That would <laughs> yeah. be, you know, everybody oh, I know thought. How to write it. I know how to write <laughs> it. You send, you have Palpatine and List Maul on an assassination of uh, Ahsoka. Invader has to choose between killing Maul or Ahsoka. Come on now. That's the story I want to see. Spider Maul? <laughs> <laughs> He's not Spider Maul anymore. See, uh, I, I have problems with things in Rebels, yet I totally embraced Spider Maul. <laughs> so that gives me very little credibility. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, all right, I think it is time to wrap up the show. Um, I would like to thank my co-hosts tonight from IGrewUpStarWars.com, the OT Curmudgeon Tom. Thanks, everybody. Another fun one. <laughs> from JediBusiness.com, Chris B. Thanks for having me on, guys. And from, I never I never remember to say this at the beginning of the show, but from Collecting Cosmos, uh, Star Wars Collecting Cosmos, um collecting vintage bendums and all other kind of stuff our good friend ryan uh thanks for having me once again from four lom to zuckus for lomkiss.com jake all right always a pleasure and a quick plug in case this is out before next week's uh, emerald city comic-con in What's seattle awesome? washington a couple of us guys on here will be doing a uh uh, panel on Star Wars action figures. Collect all 3,000 plus. So that should be a fun oh, time. Another quick plug, too, is uh, I know we've talked about the Ewok Builders Club. Um, we're going to have uh, a lot of our Ewoks at uh, Emerald City Comic Con next to the 501st booth. So if you want to see full-size Ewoks, they will be at Emerald City. All right. 
Um, I'd also like to thank our special guests tonight from the blog MikeTarkin.com. Looking away to the horizon, Star Wars as it figures into my corner of the galaxy, Mike McDonald. Thank you. Thanks for having me back, guys. Uh, a lot of fun. Um, not doing much on my blog right now. I've been guesting on a few different sites. Uh, just finished something up at Coffee with Kenobi about me coming back to collecting vintage. And uh, over at RetroZap.com, I uh, started a series called Special Modifications where I just kind of talk about uh, making changes in my room, in, the, in my Star Wars room. So you can check and those you're, out you're, too. You're active Sweet. on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, what, I like Twitter. Uh, yeah, Twitter's so what's, fun. Uh, yep. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, Mike Tarkin, pretty much okay. everywhere is Mike there Tarkin. Yep. Yeah, thanks, so thanks much for, for coming me back, back on. I appreciate we, uh, it. Sure. Good to hear what's going on uh, north of the border. Yep. It's no longer Hoth-like <laughs> up here. <laughs> All right, and that does wrap it up. We will talk to you next time for Galaxy of Toys. This is Jason. Good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend. Then homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend. And then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend. Yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend. Time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.